Welcome to episode five of Group Chat Roulette. I'm Ryan. I'm Steve. I'm Eric. And we are going to talk about some fun things today. Um, our main topic is going to be movies. Uh, we're going to yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk that. about our top three movies. We're going to go around, you know, have a little discussion. We don't know what each other has picked. Maybe there will be some overlap. Well, it's my twin brother. I I fully expect you two to have at least one, if not two, that are similar. That would actually be really just make me feel like I'm just not an individual in this world. But yeah, we'll probably have one that's the same. Like, I kind of made a a little honorable mention list. And I know we're going to get into this later, so I don't want to tease you right now. Typical Steve has a list, a list B, a list C. Like, what the <laughs> Is it fuck? On a he told you to make one list. If you didn't, you're not prepared. Sorry. But, and I, I'm kind of curious what yours are to just see if it's on my honorable mention list as well. But yeah, I'm excited. Teasing it for future, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we'll get to that. First, we're going to do our little small talk segment. Uh, and, and, you know, we talked about this a little bit in the last episode with fall being that time of year when football is happening, the weather's getting a little crisp. Um, but you know, as, as three men, uh, we are football lovers and I thought it'd be fun to just reminisce a bit about some football memories. So right now our Philadelphia Eagles suck. Not only have they lost both games, but they've sucked. And so let's think about happy times. You know, football conjures some really good memories for me. I'd love to hear, you know, whatever it is that comes to mind for you guys, um, some good memories about football. Steve? It's an interesting question. Uh, originally, when, I, when you posed it, um, I guess two seconds ago, but before the ending of this episode, uh, I was thinking both personal and professional. Like you mentioned, we're all Big Birds fans. And, you know, obviously the happiest moment of our lives was when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. That's way too easy, right? I got emotional that night. But to be honest, was it like a super enjoyable night? The game, my ass was clenched for like literally three hours. And I'm pretty sure all I did was curse at like my entire family during those three hours. So I wouldn't even... A Super Bowl, it's like you enjoy the food, and it was a great game. Like if I wasn't an Eagles game, it'd be like oh this God. is awesome. But it was frustrating. Like yeah, it was just too much. It, to it was stressful. With. I mean, it's yeah. not like a. Of course, the end of it is euphoria. Oh yeah, you parade right and all that. Exactly. You don't want to get that far and lose it. So the stress of that night, clearly a very happy moment. And I guess like we should take a like a step back here because I I just wanted to ask you guys really quickly was like when I like think about the best moments of my life life right getting married and having kids let's just put that bullshit aside obviously those are great moments but like the other happy moments are surrounded by the Eagles and that's what sometimes I feel like our wives don't truly grasp when I am upset when Carson Wentz is performing terribly and they're down 21 to three in the first quarter on Sunday, I'm sorry. Like this is like part of my life and they make me the happiest and they make me the saddest. 
And I just wish they could understand that. And there's nothing that, you know, necessarily Mallory can equate that to, but it's okay. I digress. <laughs> so bring I, us back up. Let's hear the happy, the happy stuff. Happy stuff. Happy stuff. Now, if this is not in the top three moments of both your life, Ryan, and your life, Eric, participating in literally the single greatest victory of our lives, just a moment with friends, childhood friends, like feeling the frenzy, the, 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 the joy of victory, the underdog we won. We were a flag football team. We were called the Fish Eyes. That name makes absolutely no sense. And you guys wanted Smithers. to be it. <laughs> we sucked. We went defeated. Yet, because it was a four-team league, we made the playoffs. And we beat the first place team in the first round of the playoffs. We lost in the championship. Let's not talk about that. But. Doesn't matter. The semifinal victory. As sad as it sounds, was like, honestly... Top five night of my life. I, I'm not even joking when I say that. The elation that we all felt winning that game, team effort, just being with the boys. How could that not be on like the top three of your list? It's funny because like when I asked this question, I, I was solely thinking about the birds. That did not even pop into my mind, but I, I said football. So obviously this fits. And absolutely, I would go so far as to say that was better than my wedding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love you. Because you called the winning time. <laughs> Edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> All right, Eric, what are you thinking? Buddy? Um, no, I actually, I wasn't thinking that. Um, but I started to actually, even before Steve was getting to his point. And it's, it's football just brings people together because that's the one sport that we all play probably softball, baseball is another one and maybe basketball when we were younger, but like hockey, we're not out there playing hockey and basketball that, I mean, no one wants me to play basketball. That would just be a bad sight. So football is like something that we could always play like flag football or anything. It's so such a good memory, but I was thinking about this and there's been just so many amazing games. Um, I particularly remember like a bunch of really old Monday night games with McNabb. Like I, the fourth and 26, I was at my aunt's house. I'm just building up some of these amazing memories that stick to me. Fourth and 26, I couldn't believe it. And then Freddie Mitchell, he's such a jackass now, but like thanking his hands. It just so silly <laughs> and so amazing. Um, and it just felt like, you know, the, you were a kid and you were just enjoying it. But the best moment was an Eagles memory. And it was at our childhood friend Dan's house, watching the Vikings uh, Eagles NFC championship game. And it was a tough game because we were like, wow, like we just slid by the Falcons. Like I couldn't believe we got out of that game. And I'm like, now this Vikings game has looked good all season. Their offense is actually pretty good. Their defense is like, shut you know they'll shut us down we have nick Foles. i don't know what to think we performed so well and that same performance obviously was replicated against the patriots but we we had never seen that type of top level performance so even though like super bowl was great parade was amazing that game with you guys we had the dog mask out we had the kids <laughs> brawling mallory fell asleep yep, that was um, a highlight <laughs> 
Yeah, like we're cheering and Steve's wife just falls asleep on a couch. And then we like popped a bottle at the end of the night. And like, we still had to drive home from Maryland. I was full of adrenaline. I was like, oh my I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like that to me, every part of that game, because it wasn't as stressful because we were winning by so much, which was yeah. really nice. But it was not boring because we were watching like literally the the best of the best, like miracles. I, it was like, this is destiny. I left thinking, I think we have to win the Super Bowl. Like it's written now. So yeah, that, that's my memory. I know that was long-winded, but no, that was it was that an was amazing a, night. That was a fun, that was a really fun night. And yeah, especially because it was a blowout and you just had so much confidence going into the Super Bowl. Like we could really win this. And we had our backup quarterback, which just made it <laughs> yeah. that much better. Like when I thought about this too, Eric. Like when I thought about Eagles, like I, I know I went the fish eyes angle, but when I thought about the Eagles, the Super Bowl and the parade are like two like amazing memories. But the NFC championship game, that, that was when you knew, holy shit, we're gonna win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit, like this was an amazing game. Like the like you said, the dog mask, like bringing out champagne, popping champagne bottles in Dan's driveway. Yeah. It was a Sunday night at 11 o'clock. I was like, oh, we got to drive back to Jersey from Maryland. That was truly one of those epic nights that I remember waking up at like 4.30 in the morning to turn on sports radio to just listen and just be part of that moment. It was- and a lot of games you remember a play, 4th and 26. I can figure, I can totally remember the game that McNabb scrambled and like he couldn't get tackled by like eight guys and he, I I. I'm honestly forgetting if he ran it or threw it, but like yeah. it was in a You made that memory up. You made that one up. I didn't. Yeah, I'm telling you, Miracle at the Meadowlands. I'm yeah. telling you, no, it was not Miracle at the Meadowlands. No, no, no. I, I'm just saying that's another example of a play. Exactly. Um, but Michael. this night, I remembered so many plays. <laughs> like I remembered all the series. It was so good. Yeah, so, I that's bet my you memory. do. Um, <laughs> okay, so for me. Yes. I mean, absolutely the same things as you guys, like everything Super Bowl related, playoff related, like uh, double doink, um, another great moment. Um, And all those years of McNabb just, you know, we never got there, but it was an entertaining decade for being an Eagles fan. We love you. (laughs) It's a shame that we've won a Super Bowl now and we'll never experience that again. but I went a slightly different way. I remember growing up as a kid, and I know you guys can can uh, relate to this because you played travel soccer, which means your games were probably on Sundays. Now I'm trying to visualize this. Did you have glasses or goggles at this point so I can like visualize this? <laughs> never, wore, <laughs> never wore the glasses when I was playing. I went from goggles to blind because I refused to wear the goggles two contacts. So I was, I was probably in goggles at this point. Good. Um, so travel soccer on Sundays in the fall meant that the Eagles were sometimes playing while we were playing soccer. And I have this vivid memory of so many soccer games where dads would be on the sideline listening to Merrill Mm -hmm. Reese, Mike quick. I assume he was, he was on with Merrill back yeah. in that time. Oh, yeah, he's, um, he's been on since 2000. So. 
Yeah, but of course, especially Merrill Reese, who is the, the voice of the Eagles, uh, the radio broadcaster. And I can just vividly remember hearing him broadcast games, and he still does. Um, but coming like to the sideline, hearing the Eagles games on, hearing Merrill Reese's voice, and just like, that to me is just such a good memory. Just like Harry Callis with the Phillies, like Merrill Reese is that voice where you just like, like I feel like chills right now just thinking about him calling mm-hmm. the game and listening to it on the radio. It just, you know, that memory. Does it ever back. sync up his voice to the TV? Because I always freaking try. <laughs> Apparently they say it does, but I've I've tried that many times. I actually just found out because I'm out in Pittsburgh and the Steelers play next week that uh, the Eagles play at the same time and they won't be airing it. I need to figure something out, but I need to like have to listen tomorrow. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I've never been able to sync it up, but I'm in Virginia and he's amazing. Things are a little slower down here. Um, That's true. Yeah. So anyway, those are good memories. I want to think about happy thoughts with uh, football right now. So let's hope we don't go 0-3. Rod, before you change the subject, I was just thinking about the fish eyes game a little bit. And little known fact, right before that game, if you guys remember, we had uh, Kevin Kloje, one of our good friends, was the quarterback of that team. And um, my name got called, and I was going to be quarterback that day. You know, it was honestly the right approach. Kevin, being a, a bigger fellow, was better suited at a uh, short-term, uh, you know, short uh, route, route wide like receiver. Tight end. Yeah, know. exactly. Tight end. Great comparison right there. And uh, I got very nervous right before that game. And not many people know about this, but I went right into the uh, porter potty, right, two minutes before the game. And I did not want to touch my ass cheeks to the seat. I had to take a poopy. And I literally just, uh, projectile uh, diarrhea against the wall of the porta potty. So, just wanted that out there for the viewers. <laughs> oh, that porta potty is still sitting in that field, and the workers just refuse to clean it. As uh, soon as I did it, I was like, "What just happened?" That was <laughs> one amazing. Number two, wow, I feel terrible for whoever has to clean this. Please have a hose. And I played the game of my life, and I will not regret that moment for the rest of my life. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> moral of the story, take a projectile shit and you're going to perform at your best. It's probably what Nick Foles did. Oh, I'm sure he did. BDN, Big Dick Nick. Big Dick Nick. All right, boys, let's get into this main topic, but I've got a little surprise up my sleeve before we get into it. Here we go. Wait for it. Wait for it. What the yeah, got a special guest. Shit, my headphones aren't working. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, this kid comes on the screen, has a brown. I shouldn't mention. Wait, is that his no, name? I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta change it. Hold on. A law firm sent, will censor it. Uh, LLP background. Jesus. All right, let me let me describe this. So so for some background here. I, uh, I invited, you know, we're about to talk movies and, and our friend Sean is our go-to movie buff. Um, SOB. And I thought, 
who better to come on and and share his top three too than Sean as our first guest on the podcast. Now he is at his house. He's got a fake background up behind him on Zoom. Probably no, it's it's off. It's he off fixed now. It now. <laughs> and he can clearly hear us, and we can hear him, so that's good. And we're gonna get into this. But Steve and Eric, Steve, I know you didn't know Sean was coming on. Eric, did you know? Because I think you mentioned it, right? No, you you texted about it, but I didn't think you were going to surprise us. Um, yeah, you teased it like earlier this week, and he was like, I might have a special guest. I was like, the topic is movies. Is really trying to get Sean on here. Sean, how are you, my man? Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Taking, it, <laughs> taking a break from all his cases. Love it. <laughs> Sean called me at 7.30. I think just to let me know, first of all, he could still make it. And also to sort of name drop that he was just then leaving work. <laughs> like, we get it, buddy. You're busy at work. Lawyer. Lawyer. That's actually hilarious that Sean is on this because um, I was going to make a joke like, oh, my favorite movie, I, Manchester by the Sea. And it's obviously a joke because it's such a horrible movie that Sean loves. But And I hope it's not <laughs> one of Sean's favorite movies. I just hope he doesn't break up because he his his video keeps uh, cutting. It so sounds anyway, good. All right, yeah. let's get into this. I think I, I will say, Ryan, yeah. just as a caveat, now I'm very nervous. Every movie I say, Sean is going to criticize me with no end. And this I'm, is a favorite movie, not an Oscar-worthy movie. Okay, exactly. Okay. Let's remind Sean of that. Sean, are you reminded? Eric, why don't why don't so I, the way I think we should have this run is we're all going to go around and we're going to say our, our number three movie, you know, Eric can go first. He mentions it. We'll talk about it a little bit, why it's your number three, what our reactions are to it. Steve will go, Sean will go, I will go, and then we'll go to two and we'll go to one. So okay. uh, with that, Eric, why don't you go first? So I, I thought of this and I'm a very big, like, I could think for days and probably keep changing my mind, but I'm like, all right, what is my gut? Like when I say favorite movies. So I guess my third, I picked, um, I picked a variety of movies. I picked a serious, a one that I really love. And then a one that I just feel like is totally entertaining. So this is my third and it's really just the scream movie uh, series. And to me, it's just so entertaining. It's so like silly. There's a thriller aspect. There, there's comedy. There's like a storyline that is so addicting that you want to keep watching. Um, and it's totally like, I feel like it fits my like dramatic personality because it's totally like overdone in some of the drama with the, the thrilling shit that happens. So I love me some screen movies. Um, I kind of want to watch them again as we anticipate Halloween, but I feel like they get a lot of hate because they're a little silly. Um, but yeah, they're uh, they're good. So again, is it my favorite? Yeah, it's third. It, it came to mind and I don't know why. I just couldn't stop thinking of it. So I was like, let me pick that one. I will say like, even in thinking about this, but whenever I see a screen movie on, I automatically, I mean, not just you, but you and Steve, like I think about you guys. I know you love those movies. I'll be interested to see if Steve might've sort of in a wild card. Yeah, he, he wouldn't pick it. It's here's what I I'm driven to. I, you know me, I like things that are like iconic. Scream was the first thing starts off 
with a phone ringing. First five minutes, some Drew Barrymore is being killed and you thought she was the star of the movie. Like, I just love that shit. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I love those movies. Uh, they're so entertaining. So Scream it I is. I agree more. It was, it was one of my- They're gonna come out with a new one. Courtney and Nev are already on board. I saw that. Nev is looking pretty good too. Yeah. Looks like we lost Shawnee boy, but- uh, we'll, we'll keep going and hope he can reconnect. All right, perfect. He's not used to the podcast life. <laughs> yeah, he was clearly not prepared for a podcast. Um, so my number three movie, you know, similar to Eric, do I really have three favorite movies? So I, I think there were certain movies that came to my mind that were almost too obvious. And I'm going to name like one that I don't think anyone would say, like The Godfather. And it's just like, I would be a tool if I named The Godfather. And, at the, and it's true, like, if I put it on right Shaw now. Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> oh, God. I hope I didn't pick one. That's a great movie. It is. A great <laughs> I, movie. It, is it is. It is. So, like, if I would have, like, hey, Shawnee. Um, I'm back. Just an FYI, quick update. Eric's <laughs> uh, number three movie slash movie series was the Scream series. That was his number three. And now it's on to me. So, Gucci gang. When I think about it, right, I... You know, I, I I thought about like funny movies, what comes to mind. I said The Godfather, but like it's an outdated movie. Like, is it really one of my favorite movies? No, it's really not. So I, I stuck that out. But what I also realized is I'm just not into movies these days. Like I cannot think of a good movie within the last five years. And I know this is where Sean will be like, excuse me, but. Yeah, <laughs> can I jump in over this? <laughs> I the only movies I watch out of the last five years are documentaries or some type of like, you know, it's just TV shows or docu-series. I, I don't think I've watched an entertaining movie. Maybe that's because my wife only likes like terrible, scary movies, like about sharks and alligators. But <laughs> so when I really have to think about it, my number three movie, it came to me and I said, you know what? That's it. Done. Period. One of the funniest movies I ever saw had an impact on me, cable guy, Jim Carrey. And That's a good pick. It's yeah. just, it's, it's clearly doesn't have the content. Very entertaining. Think, but Jim Carrey had an impact on all of our childhoods. He's a great character and he's, it was just fantastic. And maybe because, you know, Matthew Broderick's character's name was Steven in it, that <laughs> drew me to it, you know, Steven. And with the lisp, it's just beautiful everything in that movie so many different lines just make me like truly giggle like in every part of my body i love it so much it, it, it gets better it gets better like with age i think like you just find I never, it funnier 100 i never i never saw it well yeah that's <laughs> typical i mean here's the thing like um at this point because i i actually considered the cable guy Though I did, I, I associate really? that movie with you, Steve. So I didn't put it on my list, but it made me think that I wanted to watch it. I, none of the streaming services have it. So at this oh. point, you kind of got to catch it. You either need to rent it or mm. you need to like, it needs to be like on TBS, like some random weekend when mm -hmm. you're surfing the channels. Anyway, great movie. Totally agree. That's, that's peak Jim Carrey for sure. Um, and I'd love to hear Sean's number three. Can I just say something real fast though? Sure. I was like, I, tried, like I, I attempted to like 
predict all of your like top three movies. Oh. Well, my give it all away. My, my, prediction for, my prediction for Steve was Godfather, everything else blank. <laughs> I, you kind of joined as I was talking about it. I, I had said, oh, Godfather is a great movie. But then I was like, I'm not putting it on my top three. It's just too much. Right, that's, that's why I heard that. So that's why I would share my story. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Sean. So what's your top three, it? bud? Just no, number, my th- number three. Yeah, my number three oh, is... The all-time greatest love story <laughs> of our child, mm. of our ever created. Yeah. And that is Titanic. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say else. notebook. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say notebook. Sure. I, I am a lover of movies. I would never pick the notebook. Yeah, not the notebook. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Titanic? I mean, Titanic is an iconic I, movie. but like I would love to watch that right now, now that you say it. I haven't watched that in like, so long. And there's like one, especially Leo. Like I'm a huge Leonardo DiCaprio fan. And there's like something in his eyes where he's like so care carefree and just like doesn't judge his like acting. He's like so like less reserved in Titanic. And I think it's oh, one yeah. of his greatest. He's like he's one of his greatest. Yeah, and I think it's one of his greatest acting in a movie of all time. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously that was a huge hit. When, when did that come out? Were we in middle school? 1997. Wow. Okay. Okay. I didn't even research this before. I just... Well, obviously, you know. You're, you're yeah. a movie uh, fanatic. I'll be interested to see if any more Leo movies are on your top three. Of course, if you, we all know you're number one, but I don't know. It's we'll so hear, we'll hear. obvious. But Oh, yeah. So there's yeah. one scene in Titanic where like Leonardo is like, going in a circle with Kate Winslet. His eyes are just like, I don't, I'm the king of the world. I'm so free. <laughs> I love you can't scene. see it, all of our viewers and listeners that are all around the world, but Sean's crying right now. <laughs> he is swooning. I think, I think that was the first like movie when you got it on VHS, it came in two movies. Yeah. Like, this is epic. And I think yeah. I gave it to you guys as a gift for your, your, your birthday. You? I know I did. I know I did. Actually. Sean would remember that. Thank you. I think we threw that out. Thank you. <laughs> did a, a worst birthday gift segment last week, and that was on it. <laughs> yeah. Was it? I like the movie. No. Oh. All right, Ryan. All right. What's yours, buddy? So I was similar um, to both you, both you twins. Uh, whereas, like, I I don't really have a top three movie. I I think. It, I've mentioned before what my favorite movie is and we'll get there. But like after that, it was kind of like, I like some movies at this point in my life. I'm watching TV shows. I mean, movies here and there, but like, there's just so much TV and so good. And it's in those one hour chunks. You can just like watch one and then go to bed, man. If it's more than an hour and a half, I'm falling asleep. An extra hour. (laughs) That extra half hour, that extra half hour gets you. Yeah. It's just like, I'm struggling at an hour after, you know, putting it on at nine o'clock at night. Anyway, I wanted to go a different direction than my top two. There was no clear movie to me. I didn't have a comedy in my top two. And I really wanted to diversify a little bit thought about the cable guy i had a feeling steve would put it i think that's a great movie but i landed on super bad 
good to me that was like that came out when we were freshmen freshmen in college it was very like um it was good timing in our lives it was about best friends it was about girls it was about college you know they're getting ready to go to college um i felt like it just it connected with us in that time of our lives so perfectly and was freaking hilarious mm-hmm. i mean it's still one of those movies that like people quote all the time oh yeah, oh, yeah. um so i don't know i i picked super it's, bad it's so funny can i tell you looking back i hated it and not hated it but i was so mad and i don't want to throw out someone's first and last name on here but i yes i do remember his name mike medvek was sitting next to katie and we we went with that crew to see this movie. And he was one of those that every joke, which I know they had the best lines, like so witty, every line was funny. <laughs> I was like, this kid needs to shut the fuck up. That'll do so it I think I had a bad experience, but yeah. then looking back, it is a great movie. It And honestly, I love it. I, I will watch it. It's another one that I need to revisit. Titanic and super bad. It's going to be a fun weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Eric, let's hear your number two. My second movie, um, obviously Sean knows this one, Academy Award winner. You know, it's just, it's the story of an underdog and it's the story of, you know, relationships and it's Million Dollar Baby. And I know it. it is just so good. Like there's a sports aspect. There's a come from behind aspect. There's you know, sadness and tragedy. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's like the best. So Can I just ask you, Eric, please just do the best quote from the movie right now. <laughs> Why'd you have to buy me a house? Why couldn't you just give me the money? <laughs> Mom, I'm selling this house from under your fat ass. <laughs> and that's when Hillary Swank passes away and i'm sorry for those who have not watched it spoiler alert (laughs) anyway it is so good and it's just an all-around great movie now is it one of those movies i have seen over 10 times like the screams in my first movie no but it's movie i've seen more than five at least i have it on dvd and i would watch it again but it's you got to be in the mood to because you're gonna cry sorry (laughs) i think we saw that I think we tried to see that twice in the same time in the same day because it was sold out the first time and we went to AMC probably to go see it. the good times when movie theaters were open. <laughs> yes. All right, Stevie, hit us. First off, great job, Eric. That was on my honorable mention as well. Um, so my number two, I'm into I'm into suspense movies where I could like think, and this is. I'm sure it's not an underrated movie, maybe when I say it, but I feel like no one talks about it. And it's got one of the best actors in the world, Denzel Washington. And it's Inside Man. Number two is Inside Man. It is bank Robert. It's suspense. It's got a twist at the end. It's got some Jodie Foster. It's got Clive Owen. Like, I don't understand how this movie wasn't like nominated for Academy Awards. Maybe they thought it was just like kind of, you know, some type of action movie or something like that, but I will watch every single time it's on the television. 
I'm pretty sure every time I have watched it, it's been on HBO and I'm like watching by myself at like 1 a.m. But it is just one of those movies that like every time you watch it, there's something new that you notice that him as the bank robber, like, you know, identified in his master plan. And I I just think it's fantastic. I mean, have you guys seen, like you guys have all seen that, right? Yeah. Well, Great movie. Once. Yeah. Just the one where like, John hates John your picks. It's pleasure. Is this I the one it. where it's like, the, the three people like are undercover and then they act like they're they act, act like, like victims. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You just destroyed like the, the meaning of the movie. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's got a good point to it though. They did it to, to take vengeance on the guy who was like a Nazi. Exactly. It's got like, so it does have yeah. some meaning to it. And yeah, no, seriously, there's some Nazis in there. Sean, read a book. <laughs> I think I remember uh, that well. Yeah, well, uh, you know what? He gave up Jews. Like he wasn't a Nazi, but he was like free he to got give it up rich. To, to to get his money. Yeah, exactly. Reminds me, of, he, reminds me of somebody else I know. I will say one of, you know what? I probably can't say this curse word on the podcast, but anyway, go ahead, Shawnee. Shawnee, what's your th- oh. what's your second? Second is Manchester by the Sea. No oh, way. Fuck me up. Jesus <laughs> hellhole. Are you kidding me? All right. So wait. So wait. I want to hear. Never saw it. Never saw it. I've never seen it either. I don't want to. Oh my god! I can't give it away then. Well, Well, I know what happened. Don't. Okay. Just. It's been out. You won't be. You won't be giving it away. You don't know the ending. Well, anyway, I just think it's like the. This I love crying at movies, and if I'm like, if I want to be depressed sometimes, I put it on. (laughs) How many times do you think you've watched Manchester by the Sea? Like. Does like coming home like drunk and just putting it on count? Sure. Probably over 10. Over 10. Oh my God. That's the sad. <laughs> coming home drunk and watching Manchester by the Sea. How are you still living? Wait, and then he clearly. By a threat. <laughs> by a threat. <laughs> just drunk crying watching Manchester by the Sea. I, I will admit it's very well acting, very good acting. Maybe I need to give it another try. But it is it is just really so heart-wrenchingly sad. And I like to give a good cry. Million Dollar Baby, right? Ends in tragedy. But it's such a heart-wrencher that it's like, whoa. It's too much. And there's like this one part where you have hope and then the next second it just destroys everything in your life. And it's- What, like, if you could just, because I think I've, I've considered watching it. I've, you've recommended it in like, Two to three sentences. Like, what is the plot of that movie? Two to three. Uh, Just like the a guy, movie. the worst, the worst thing imaginable happens, and then trying to get back to neutral. Okay, that, that, yeah. that was a trying great... to find normalcy. Yep. Wow. Well, I knew this would cause some rips. This is good. This is what I like to see. All right, my number two. Fifty-four awards. Yeah, you heard me right. This trilogy had 54 awards. I guess that's an okay trilogy. I don't know. Doesn't seem like that many awards. 50 Shades of Grey. <laughs> Star Wars. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Lord okay, finish it. You're, you're, yes. you're building anticipation. I ruined it. Sorry. Lord of the Rings. I, uh, not to be confused with the Hobbit movies, that is a separate entity in my mind. The Lord of the Rings trilogy 
there's so many things about it that I love. Favorite there's, one, favorite one. Uh, two Towers. Yeah. The battle scene. Yeah. I used to just fast forward to that scene and watch, like, just to get me pumped up. Oh, my God. I do love those. I got to watch those, too. I'm going to literally be watching movies all Saturday. <laughs> that'll, take you, that'll take you uh, two days. <laughs> my favorite is um, Fellowship of the Ring. I, I mean, they're all great. Like You would like the boring first one. <laughs> um, they came out in 2001, 2002, 2003, which made us, what, like 12, something like that? 13. Yeah, young. I can remember. Middle school. Yeah, they would come out right around Christmas, and my Uncle Tucker, who's in the industry, shout out to Uncle Tucker. Would it took me to at least two of those movies during that time, and I have just such like a vivid memory of going with him to these movies and like being a little kid. Because I, I let's be honest, when you're 10, 12 years old, like you're still a little kid, and like your younger uncle is taking you to these movies, like he's picking you up at your like that's cool. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we would have a good time, we'd go see these movies. I think. One, one little stupid memory I have about him taking me was we were watching the previews and I guess Dumb and Dumber was coming out. Yeah. And he knew someone who like helped write it and someone in the audience in the theater was like, that looks so stupid. And he just like made a comment like, my friend wrote that movie. And it always stopped. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one? Is that who was in that movie? Uh, Dumb and Dumber. No namers. Yeah. I don't know. I know the blonde guy. I feel like I know who he is, but I, I forget. Like, uh, or maybe the guy who played Jim Carrey. But that's a that's a path we don't want to go down, Sean. <laughs> anyway, the only other thing I wanted to say is that that was the first movie series where, and this is going to sound cheesy, but like, I felt like I wished I could be like transported into that <laughs> fantasy land. Like as a little kid again. I'm like watching this and just being like, it was so real. And I was so in love with like the characters and the plot and the movie that like, I so badly just wanted to be like in, in, in Hobbiton, you know, in the Shire, I wanted to be there. Um, It was so good. They were, they were great. Um, But it's time. Let's hear your number one movies of all time your favorite movies eric kick us off i can't hardly wait because it's can't hardly wait (laughs) look (laughs) it's not an award winner but it's typical 90s hilarious i watched it like maybe a, a month or two ago it was on um and it's still so funny great love story great like like vibe with the end of high school and that like weird time where you think things are going to change and they don't really change too much um so yeah love that movie we'll watch that i think i've seen that more than 50 times that is another movie i I associate with the vernacchios it's funny how you guys have these movies i associate with you i must yeah i associate you going to comic-con for the lord of the rings so that's good awesome um any reaction Wait, I, to that? I, that's I get called Preston all the time. You do look like Preston, yeah. He just believed in faith and like love. And <laughs> you watch Manchester by the Sea at 1 a.m. 
Uh, all right, Steve. What is it? This is it. Are you speaking? <laughs> Why? What? Why? Give me one good reason. Why? You know what? Screw that. No, Mike, my answer is no. No. Can't hardly wait. <laughs> Can't hardly wait as well. Oh that is a great scene. <laughs> I mean, come on. We knew we were I don't know if I'm going to be like canceled for saying this word, but when, when he's like talking to the nerd and he's just like, somebody in there call me a fag. <laughs> it's like one of the classic lines. And it, it, you're so true, Eric. It's just those coming of age movies that we watched a million times. And as I thought about it more and more, like fire futon, like there are so many, so many good lines, scenes and lines with it. Like, I don't even like Seth Green. Like he sucks, but <laughs> that movie, he's fucking funny. He's the best in that movie. I love oh, it. He's hilarious. And Jennifer Love Hewitt is perfect in it. It's just such a classic movie. And I, I knew that this one might be on your top three. I, I, I thought you forgot about it, but. It's always number one. It's always number one. Gotta be number one. You'll always be my number one. Not a line from that movie. <laughs> I actually um, was trying to find um, the the lyrics to Only You, which plays at the end. With yeah, Spicy Ass. But I couldn't find it, so I had to play that dumbass scene, which didn't probably translate well over the podcast. Oh my gosh. I love that song. And Jennifer Love Hewitt in that scene is the epitome of every teenage boy's dream i mean my dream consistently now like she is just so beautiful and that's what it does it like made you believe i can get any girl i want if preston <laughs> can do it. if sean o'brien slash <laughs> sean o'brien preston lookalike can do it <laughs> oh he hasn't he hasn't found her yet so. <laughs> all right um, shawnee what is sean, it? sean give us your oscar winner <laughs> i mean everyone knows it i think right now but it's social network yeah it's a great one. Love it, it. It really is a great movie. It's just, you know, you are the movie guy. And I, I just, what is it about that movie that you love so much? The acting is just, it's like, what's his name? Aaron Sorkin, just like yeah. quick dialogue. It's a great story. I don't know. It's just like the soundtrack's good. Who's the actor that plays, what's his name? Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. He's great. And then Andrew sure, Garfield like- is great the directing like that uh i said this during like the scream thing too like i love the uh, iconic feel of it because it was the first time that like you know somebody would die in the first scene like that like the directing of that i feel like there's so many movies that are like that now but when that happened it was just so quick it was like you you almost had an adrenaline rush watching that movie it was so good yeah. That's great. Except see. for Justin Timberlake's stupid part. Justin Timberlake was the worst part. And I'm a huge Justin Timberlake fan with music, but he's. I mean, he does come off like a douchebag. So I guess that's the uh, point of it, right? But he ruined Who the movie. Played? Like the creator of Napster, right? Sean, yeah, Sean Parker. Yeah. Well, you are Facebook's number one user. So. Me? Yeah. Do you uh, have Facebook anymore? Yeah, I check it a lot. I just don't use it. Sean O'Brien, check him out on Facebook. Um, oh, girl, <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay. So I, I think most people might know mine. Um, mine is Goodwill Hunting. Um, I, I just love that movie. I have since the first time I saw it. It might be one of those movies like Shawshank Redemption, Godfather. It's a little bit played out, but I'd like to think I liked it before it got played out. Of course, it came out in 97 and I was 10 years old, so I didn't <laughs> see it probably for many years after that. But I've always had a thing for Matt Damon. Um, love the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you can take that how you want. That. Um, I'm going to need that on a skip. <laughs> <laughs> love the relationship between him and Robin Williams character. Love the relationship between him and the Ben Affleck character and their gang of friends. You know, you, how you like them apples. It's got those iconic lines. Um, not your fault. It's not. Ugh, your fault. It's not your fault. And that that's scene, that's powerful shit right there. Sean, what, what's your reaction to Goodwill Hunting? Oh, I loved it. And I, first time I, I think I, first time I saw it straight through was at your house when you yeah. invited me over for a sleepover. Wow, that must have been the one time. It was <laughs> the one time. <laughs> I feel like I watched it with you guys. I'm I'm thinking I watched it in Sean's basement. There was a lot of good movie nights down there, but God, what else am I thinking of? We watched some funny ass movies down there. I always used to love the American Pie movies. Yeah. Oh, those are classic. I think, like, not not to distract from Ryan's pick, which I think is a great movie. When I think of Sean's Basement, I think of Entourage episodes. I don't know why. Like, that's just, we went there Sunday night, p.m., we're watching Entourage. We're all either on the couch or laying on the ground with our pillows. God, take me back, right? I know. (laughs) All right. So many good memories. I wish we could talk... We should talk about Sean's New Year's Eve party one time. I feel like there's a lot to feel back on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. The 100%. one where I like threw up. Look, I tell you guys what I guessed for you guys. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So for Steve, I just said Godfather. <laughs> I did really bad with Eric. I only could pick two. He said best in show and Hocus Pocus. <laughs> wow. You, Hocus I do Pocus love base. I, I do. I mean, I love Hocus Pocus because it's a classic. You know what? It is one of my favorites. I, I'm going to say that. <laughs> I thought you know, about I it. Used to love, I used to love that movie as a kid. And if I'm, I thought of that too, Sean. Like, I thought, like, favorite movie. You know, like, someone who loves Disney might even pick, like, Aladdin or some shit. I, I would never do that. But um, I thought of that. And that's a good, like, childhood movie that I still would watch all the time. But yeah, Best in Show, it's a great movie. I think it's so funny, and I probably do need to watch that again, so we'll add that <laughs> to my 14-hour list. Um, but yeah, not not one of the favorites. You know, I was doing it when I was rudely being told a certain time, and that was a little... pushed back a little bit. <laughs> and then Ryan, I had Goodwill Hunting, number one. Number two, I had The Two Towers. And <laughs> three, it was blank. Hey, wow, look at Sean. Know me, buddy. Good for you. Well, that was fun. I like this top three type of thing. Uh, We can do this again sometime. Um, It's it's tough to think about, though. Who do you think had the best top three? Mm. Well, Manchester by the Sea kind of 
takes you out of the equation, but your other two were excellent. <laughs> um, Ryan's are pretty good. Who was the third one again that he had? Super bad. Super bad and Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Ryan's were good. I like that mix. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, they were all good. It's just funny, though, because every Vernacchio pick is like a movie I associate with you guys. So good job. Oh, well, mm-hmm. that's why you're that's why we're all best friends, right? There it is. And with that, I think we should wrap up. So, Sean, thanks for joining us, buddy. The first guest of first group guest. chat roulette. We had some technical Almost. difficulties, but it worked out. I'm living in my room these days, you know. I can't really get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. I'll see you next week. Peace yeah. out. Peace out.